0: What you're sort of saying is, lack of product management is bad product management.
1: In this particular case, lack of product management was very bad for the product
0: and managing the product. Product Growth Leaders proudly presents the Business of Product Topic of the Week a podcast that explores product management and leadership topics through interactive conversations with our product leader panelists. Conversations that will challenge you to think about your thoughts on the topic and perhaps get you to change your mind. I am Grant Hunter, co-founder of Product Growth Leaders and the host and facilitator for these conversations. Listen, subscribe, and add your voice to the conversation every week in the Product Growth Leaders community. Hello everybody, Grant Hunter here for another Product Growth Leaders topic. Of the week, I, I don't know what the inspiration was. The maybe it was you know isn't there a movie called Bad Grandfather or something like that uh, with Robert De Niro? Uh, but this week we decided to talk about bad product management because sometimes you can learn as much from thinking about what doesn't work as you can talking about what does work. So we went there. I in my constant analysis of my questions right this is the first time ever we had more comments on the poll than we had on the question so i'm not sure if you're going to see the you know shift to how much time we spend uh shift more to the poll than to the question or maybe we'll get this conversation going but it'll be an interesting uh topic of the week this week no no question with us today of as always my partner steve johnson a product management pioneer uh my trusty sidekick, Jason Vincelette. Uh, and gosh, a returning, per I mean, Brian Weber, it's been a year or something like that, right?
2: I don't think that long, but
0: Okay, it's been a while. It's been at least a couple of seasons. Brian Weber is returning to be part of the panel. And now uh, our new go-to triumvirate, the people who were trying to like in this new season, you know, give Jason a run for his money. Paul Hurwitz, Calvin Marshall, and May Wong, May, May, Steve, I have to say is coming on strong as like, if there's somebody who's going to give Jason a run for his money, I think May's like, she's batting a thousand right now. So uh, it's going to be a fun conversation. On Monday, we asked the question, what does bad product management impact the company? Where does bad co- product management impact the company most? Maybe we should have a conversation on bad hosting and facilitating, Steve. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you're doing fine
0: <laughs> i'm doing fine so where does we were bat- all
3: reading the question as you were saying it so we, so, we were all clear on what the sentence was
0: uh, well but for those listening i need to get clear on these things uh, gotcha and jason my friend you were you, you're you're getting back there
4: i don't oh, know yeah, if may one. will
0: i don't know if may will ever take over the crown of the person who answers first to the most but jason you're back I'm so glad to have you back in that role. It sort of like makes my week go well. If Jason's the first person to answer the question, it means it's going to be a good week.
5: Yeah, I learned a long time ago that um, try to be first in answering questions and presentations because um, you always get the benefit of the doubt being first. (laughs) (laughs) Because clearly the following answers are
0: argumentatively a lot better. Well, often Um, the following answers are what he said. Sometimes. So talk to me about your answer, not solving the most important market problems within your industry or product line. Is that where you think bad product management impacts the most?
5: Yeah, I mean, listening to each individual customer, paying a lot of attention to sales, doing kind of inside out development where you're at the mercy of what development wants to do. And um, bad product managers don't know that all of those pressures are always going to be present. And um, the ones that are, I would say um, the product managers need a lot more help are the ones that kind of cave into those um, pressures outs- without um, actually looking at uh, and focusing on what the market needs. Um, and, and so that's what that's where I see where bad product management is
0: um, at a higher level. And and you continued that it led to a decline in company morale and how turnover and high turnover. I mean, you're really getting to this. You know, I'm going back to Joy's. <clears throat> answer in the uh, product metrics, I think it was, of, of morale, right? You Bad product management, it's not just that it's uh, impacts that we're not solving those important problems, it, it, it steam or snowballs into even more and impacting the morale of the company and turnover.
5: Yeah, you're uh, um, putting people uh, you're basically employing people to do a lot of work which they feel by your guidance is going to be, um, result in you know, um, positive fruits for the organization and themselves. And everybody wants to make sure that the things that they're doing um, for the company is going to um, you know, be very fruitful and have a lot of return on their investment of their time. Uh, so if you're, if you're not looking at what the market needs Oh, and, and, and making the resources, uh, employing the resources to do that work uh, primarily, then um, it's just not going to have that kind of return. And so, and then when they see that competitors are beating you out of market share, which everybody pays attention to, um, that can have a detrimental impact on morale and certainly not only from your uh, development teams, product teams, but also
0: your sales and account management teams. So what you're telling me is product management is the most important role in the business.
5: I think that's been pretty clear from the beginning,
0: honestly. <laughs> I, I, I like that. And, and Paul, you almost doubled down on what Jason said, right? Lack of product management leads to, or lack of good product management leads to a lack of long-term strategic thinking, right? Is product yep. management the strategic thinking brain of the company? Well, I'm in the new role that I'm in, where I started
1: now about six weeks ago, there was no product management leadership for a number of years. Um, it was just the founder of the company that was leading stuff. And he was more interested in sales than really strategically uh, leading product. And I'm seeing it firsthand that everything that the dev team is, has been working on is just like one-offs from customers or from internal stakeholders. Um, really only thinking about those one-offs and not thinking about what the company's products are and how can we improve those products from a strategic point of view. Uh, And so my boss, the chief product officer, came on, I don't know, six to eight months ago, and he just didn't have the bandwidth because he's now also COO of the company. Um, So he brought me in to really continue what he tried to start when he first came on of really thinking strategically, mapping out the use cases of our products so that we can really think about where do we need to go with our products? What's working well? What's not? What problems aren't being solved that we can work on? Uh, And then we can come up with more strategic thinking about what we're going to be working on for the next six months instead of just putting out fires. You're on mute.
0: Dang it. I start using the mute, Steve, and I can't get it right. I forget I I put it on mute. uh, So what you're sort of saying is lack of product management is bad product management.
1: In this particular case, lack of product management was very bad for the product and managing the
0: product. And the other thing you said, and Steve, I want to ask you a question. All of a sudden, you just said the chief product officer is now the chief, also the chief operating officer. We've seen this at a couple other places with people we've been working with. I never thought of product management and operations being one of the same, but if product management is really guiding what's the right stuff to be working on, I could see this, you you know, walking side by side with operations because it's it's doing the right things and doing them right. Steve, what's your take on this? On this product ops, product ops together, not product ops, but chief product, chief ops being the same person. Well,
3: it's interesting. I think of them as very different. I think of product as strategic, uh, focused on the future, and I think of operations as, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but as uh, tactically dealing with the product as it is now you know keeping it running uh uh but you know maybe i'm being too specific in the definition of operations as opposed to coo um another way of thinking of coo is the ceo like deals with the investors and the coo does the actual work so in that case uh yeah i could see how the cpo uh could become the coo but i, I do have a quick story i have a friend who was in a company. Had like pockets of trouble, and so this this VP of marketing was asked uh, to run product management. So she did that for a while, and then there was trouble in services, and they said, "Well, hey, could you go go run services?" And she did that for a while, uh, and you know, could you go run development? So she ended up taking all the different VP slots in the company, and when there was an opening for president, she was the obvious choice to become overall president. Um, but I, I think that because of the nature of product being rather horizontal, I don't think there's any other executive that tr- other than COO that really sees the full scope of the business. You know, the VP of development tends to be focused on the, on the product, right? And the VP of sales is focused on this month's revenue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even the VP of marketing is focused on primarily, you know, our, our branding and our, our position in the market. And hopefully not just this month, but, you know, this year. So I think the CPO is a, now that I've talked it through, it seems like the CPO is a natural stepping stone to COO.
0: Well, all I was thinking, Steve, was Alice's Restaurant, right? If one person walks in and sings a bar of Alice's Restaurant, they might be crazy, right? But if two people, two people walk in and sing a bar of Alice's Restaurant, maybe it's a movement, right? And all of a sudden, we've got two CPOs who are also COOs.
3: Yeah, I think there's uh, five people who have no idea what you're talking about, but go ahead.
0: You know Alice's restaurant, don't you, Steve? Oh, I do, yeah. Does anybody else know Alice's restaurant?
3: Yes.
0: May, does. she was laughing. I knew she had to know
1: it. it, So in my company's case, it it wasn't like a well-thought-out decision to make him COO. Um, He was CPO. The CTO, who is the, one of the three founders of the company, decided to step down as CTO and become more of just, like, he really has become an individual contributor engineer, but it sort of is giving him the opportunity to sort of work on all those things that, like, he should have worked on years ago but never got to. Mm-hmm. Um, so they made the chief product officer chief technology officer also.
3: Yikes. And then...
1: And then, and then then, somebody who was leading account management left the company, and they replaced that person, but that person's a little bit more junior, I think, than they wanted. So that person's now actually under the CPO,
0: CTO. So now they made him COO. Well, and, and here's some thinking, right? Steve and I were doing a session uh, on whenever, yesterday, with on Personas with a Client. We were talking about the difference between a CFO and a controller right if you've got a c in your title chief something to me it implies you have to be strategic right you have an accountant who's a controller who's not strategic they have a hard time filling a strategic role of cfo or head of finance you have technology people who have a hard time being strategic not i'm talking i'm not talking architecture i'm talking broader right strategic how it fits within the company i all of a sudden i start thinking about that strategic nature and i'm with steve where i can and we've gotten way off course obviously but, But, uh, you know, I, I think we can be, I'm, before we get to May, May, you had a great answer as always. I'd like to get sort of Calvin and Brian's take on is lack of product management, bad product management, or is bad product management worse than a lack of product management?
6: That's a, you know, that's a tough one. I mean, initially, and I, I wrote some notes down here on that, and that, you know, I, I don't know that I answer that because I asked myself, well, what is bad? Is it, is bad ineffective? Is bad working the wrong things? What does that look like? But you know, that aside, you know, my mind went to that and I I've seen this in my experience where, you know, before a product manager is in place and usually I'm, you know, I'm filling in that gap. Some of the functions around what we call product management are filled by other, other areas. So somebody's yep. kind of stepping into that. Somebody's
0: door. doing product management, even if you don't have product management.
6: Yeah, and, and there's things that are missing. And so I go back to something that 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 Paul said, because that's kind of got me thinking about that, which is there's a real need for the, the, the strategic uh, point of view of, of product management. And I think that in large organizations, that may fall somewhere else, which is why we have you know, people that are working on technical related you know, product owner type things that really, and not looking at the the overarching strategy. And that seems to be what's missing. Does that, are we, do we define that as bad? I don't know, but it is, it does seem like it might be in some cases a missing. And that well, that's, so
0: I think that, I think there's definitely that when you, there's a lack of product management, you don't have the strategic and bad product management. Sometimes you don't have the strategic. Brian, is there a time where bad product management is worse than no product management?
2: I would say yes. You know, if you don't have product management, you don't have it. You understand you're missing it. If you have bad product management, you may be thinking you're doing it good, but it's really bad.
0: I, I, I love that. I, and actually, that's a pretty good transition to May. May, at first I thought she was qu- quitting Uh when you don't know where you're going, but you sure know where you've been. But I realized it was different. Uh, it was. That,
5: was, that was Cinderella.
0: No, it was not.
5: Oh, okay. I knew what talking about.
0: Tawny Katane, right?
5: Who?
0: The girl on the car. I I'm. I, I'm trying to make this a musical episode, and it's not
5: working. <laughs> oh, you think it's still a night? Okay.
6: <laughs> I think when you bring it into the '80s, I'm tracking with you with the the Alice's Restaurant.
0: <laughs> Man, yeah. you, yeah. your CTO said when you don't know where you're going, you get told where to go. Yes. And, and that's sort of a. That's a lack of product management, or that's bad product management, if you're just letting people tell you where you're going, you're not setting that vision. Talk to me about your experience with that. <laughs> where
4: do I start? Um, I, I actually learned a lot about um, how to do product management, um, or at least like in theory, from watching people do bad product management. Um, so I feel like I'm very well equipped to have this conversation. But- um, I,
0: I I agree completely. I was a tour guide in college. And when we did the tour guide orientation, they, they asked everybody, why did you decide to become a tour guide? 50% of the people became, decided to become a tour guide because their tour guide was so good that they wanted to give that same experience to somebody. The other 50%, it was like, my tour guide was so bad. And I came here anyway. And I, and I learned from that. So I think that there's probably a lot of people who have been through the same path with, with
4: product management. It's the same with teachers, right? Like I I used to be a teacher and um, in teacher's college, every single class you go to, everyone asks you like, why do you want to be a teacher? And most of them were like, (laughs) I had a terrible teacher. and I don't want people to have to go through that.
0: And so Um, you became a product manager because there were so many bad product managers you learned. I didn't know
4: what product management was. Um, But you knew what it wasn't. No, I didn't know it was either. I kind of just fell into it. I think everyone just falls into it. Um, Anyways, uh, so the company I currently work with, um, we're a technical arm of a giant megacorp. So we do like all of the tech in quotes. Uh, So what happened was when we started up, it was like we had a couple of good ideas, but then, you know, Once people see you are competent, they say, oh, we have a lot of great ideas. Why don't you build these things, right? So over the years, they may have hired people who have the title product managers, but really like every time they came up with a roadmap, there was nothing that actually stuck. Um, It was just like very much product owners, individual contributors, there there was no leadership behind it. And one thing in my very limited experience, I will have to put that disclaimer up, um, what I've noticed is that a lack of direction or strategy, doesn't have to be necessarily product leadership, but just general strategic direction. makes it really hard for individual PMs, no matter how good you are, to have a coherent strategy that works with a larger organization. Um, Yeah. I I mean,
0: I've got like three or four follow-on questions, but I'm looking at the future questions in this that I have already planned. I'm going to wait at least for one of them. Uh, I mean, is it product management's role to do that? Or is it the company's role to do that? Yes. The leadership? Yes. Okay.
4: Well, like, I think it's important for leadership to have an understanding of where the company is going. Um, Because if you don't know where the company is going, unless if we want to drive that directly from an individual contributor product manager role, like that's really hard to do. It's a lot easier when you're aligned on both sides.
0: Uh, Yes, I would agree with that. (laughs) Twice this week, once on a call with Steve once with a a different client, I had somebody say, God, that's the first time somebody's ever said, wait, you just talked about all your strategy and you didn't mention the customer, right? And I think that that's one of the key things about product management is, and I think Jason sort of talked about that in his answer. It's about, if we don't have that grounding in the customer and and what it is, is that what bad customer management, customer or product management is, is that we don't have that customer grounding you know, from the outside in and, and help with that strategic thinking to, to, to where we need to go. Steve, it's making me think that maybe this product management role is like a strategic role.
3: Yeah, maybe it is. And, you know, as we've been talking about this, I'm reminded of a, a story I used to tell. You know, most of the companies I've worked with started, you know, way back in the day or just recently with a technology founder. You know, the tech uh, I, I came up with an invention. I convinced my spouse I could quit my day job and do this full time. And uh, they did this for a while, and then they hired their best friend from college to be the VP of sales. Uh, and they almost instantly go from being technology driven to sales driven. And suddenly every deal is custom. Every promise that's necessary is made, and our backlog is now 16 years long uh and we're just making more and more and more promises until finally the cfo says wait a minute we we can't live this way you know it's time to to uh to start knuckling down on on expenditures you know like let's outsource everybody i mean the only person that the cfo thinks should work at the company is the cfo everything else can be outsourced uh, and at some point, you know, we, we've, uh, we've decided to use Southwest as our major international airline, and you know, we're sharing rooms when we travel, even when we're traveling alone, and uh, you know, it's gotten crazy. So the CTO, I mean, the, the, the founder steps in again and says, oh, it's time to get back to our roots. It's time to be technology driven. <laughs> and we see this over and over again. They go, technology, revenue, finance around and, around and around until somebody wakes up and says, you know, what's missing from this story is the customer. And that's really the, the thing that, that I'm sure we all trumpet with our uh, product management people. You're the representative of the market. And, and a lot of teams go, well, no, 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 sales is. And I'm like, no, they're not. They're representatives of customers who are buying right now. They're representative of prospects but we are looking at the bigger market. And until a company does that, they can't can't be customer driven. And I think that's ultimately, you know, the role that product management plays representing the customer in these meetings and making business decisions as a result.
0: I I actually, I I like that. And it actually is good transition to the poll. Uh, The poll is what is the leading cause of bad product management? And our possible answers were lack of training, lack of experience, poor leadership, think they know it all, or other. And we had three others. And I actually am going to take a little time to dig into the others once we get through. Boy, I, I knew exactly who I was thinking of when I said, think they know it all. Uh, and 20 years later, this the product still hasn't evolved or changed. Calvin, I was telling you about one of the products earlier this week. Mm. Uh, but I, I, Obviously poor leadership like has blown this away. 10 votes for poor leadership three for think they know it all three for lack of training and three for other, Hey, I think that's the most 19 is probably the most we've ever had answer the poll. So potentially a record. Thank you everybody for that record. I have to agree with poor leadership, but I'm looking at the answers that came through and Brian, I'm going to go to you first. You were the last answer to come in here, but I think that you're, I'm putting these answers that came together, Calvin, you're in there as well together into a a a potential theme maybe i should have replaced lack of experience with this one but brian you said trying to do product management in a company that is set up to do projects is a leading cause of bad product management talk to me about that
2: yeah with that i think everything's against the product manager you know the product manager is trying to make the product better look at the long-term vision what it is and it's oh you're funded for a year go do these things so it you're not really doing the discovery, finding out here's what I'm looking to do. this is what the customer needs, the problems that aren't what I'm trying to solve. it's I have this project that I'm being told to do, so I think just the culture of project 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 keeps the product manager from doing mm-hmm. product management
4: mm-hmm.
0: uh and i I completely agree, and we see it and I'll give credit. We're seeing a lot of companies say we need to turn our project management into product management mm-hmm. uh and I do a rant. Steve, do you ever have to ask if you can do a rant? Well,
3: you know, I needed to know whether I could use my, you know, use my button there. There we go. Um <laughs> My son went to a store, and I don't know if you remember what that is. It's you go to a parking lot and you walk through a door and they have merchandise around. Uh he was he's going uh he's this week in LA doing a photo shoot for his band, and he had to buy a suit quickly. And you know, with the supply chain and way it is now, all the places he went at uh went to said, Oh, it's gonna be you know weeks before we can mail you anything. So he actually went to a physical store and he bought something, and uh he came home and uh, uh they while he was out, they changed their mind. Instead of white suits, we're gonna do black suits. And so he had to go back to the store uh and just you know exchange it, right? But it took them two hours to exchange a suit because the business systems, you know, were not suitable, right? And he's flipping out because he's lived in the Amazon world. And it occurs to me, and here's here I'm finally getting to the point. <laughs> I was gonna ask, they built their point of sale system as a project and finished it. It is done. Whereas Amazon treats their point of sale stuff as um as a product it's constantly being revised and refreshed and optimized and so i noticed just casually the other day they don't have one click anymore and obviously somebody i mean somebody ran the numbers and said you know what people get confused by one click and they end up ordering things two and three times so we're going to go back to the two click order uh but or it was just
5: too easy to do one click, and they weren't spending enough time on the site and buying more goods
3: yeah maybe so maybe so but nonetheless there's
0: a guy I'm putting sure. his procurement hat on
3: i'm certain that the store said we built the pro we, we built this project it is done let's move on to the next project as opposed to the clearly the they didn't do a very good job on the project and they haven't made any revisions to it so he said it was like it was like being in 1985 and and doing stuff on paper and the poor clerk was muttering through the whole process you know why do you people have to keep returning things you know and he's like this is this is your full time job right and she's like yeah leave me alone you know <laughs> so, but it's this anyway so project thinking turning into product thinking is a big trend that we are seeing and that's why because projects end yeah and Products never do.
0: Yeah, so Brian, you're. <laughs> what, what I'm trying to do is your your point one into my greater thinking of where I should have replaced lack of experience with a thing I'm going to get to. So Brian, projects, not product. That's one of the main reasons why product management it becomes bad. Samantha, uh, sorry, I,
4: I wanted to. I want to come back to Steve. Products do end. Products need to end. We need to actively kill off products when they're dead.
3: That is a true right. statement as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree that Projects can't, products can become obsolete, but software is never done. It's merely killed.
0: Yeah. Uh, right? it, May with a bonus point on that one. That's a very good one. But so back to my, I've got this term I'm going to introduce at the end, why, what I should have replaced lack of experience with. One part is bad product management because we're really doing projects, not products, right? Samantha said, I think poor leadership that probably contributes to this, but in my mind, it's lack of executive buy-in in support of the function of product management, right? Mm-hmm. I think somebody earlier really said people think they need to do it and they fund it and that not doing it right may be worse than because you think you're doing it. I think that was you, Brian,
6: mm-hmm. right?
0: But there's this executives don't really buy into or understand the function they have it but they don't buy in so so part of its project not product part of its executives don't buy into it and tom cooper sort of now i actually have gone in reverse he was first one to say it said poor definition of what product management is supposed to do i asked is that a leadership isn't that a leadership issue he said it can be but i tend to think of it as a gap in strategy uh free business leaders have a clear picture of the full scope of product management calvin you talked about you answered this one, and you said uh, only a poor definition of product management is supposed to do, but what product management is supposed to be. Talk to me about what you're thinking there
6: again again, it's strategy it's not the doing as in task orientation, but the being as in thinking holistically about where we're going and setting a and, and setting a course you know and yeah, that's that's kind of where I was where where I was going with that is, you know, if if the product manager is not not taking on or not put in a place where they're thinking about you know strategically about where they're going, then you're you're you end up just doing a lot of tasks and it just leads to you know results that are you know poor or uh, unintended.
3: Well, so you're so- saying that the job is more than just logging tickets in Jira.
6: Um, yeah, it's, it's not, yeah,
0: <laughs> it's not, so, I'm not the product order taker. So let me put these pieces together, <laughs> <little> right? How <laughs> the, the leading causes of bad product management are they're doing projects, not products executives don't buy into, or understand the role of product management and there's poor definition. Cause it's not strategic. It's tactical, right? Is this, Steve, just a lack of the strategic role of product management or lack of product mindset, right? Is that what I should have put there?
3: Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm reflecting on channeling all that stuff into an executive briefing. uh, You're totally right. I mean, it's funny when you say, you know, who's the expert on the customer and everybody instantly says sales and I go really? And they, and, you know, challenge it and they're like, oh, maybe you're right. Maybe they are expert in prospects. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, um, it's amazing to me that I've been doing this for 25 years. And I encounter all these new organizations and many old ones who simply have no, comprehension of the strategic role of product management and yet every str- strat- every technology strategy books talks about it uh, about the importance of having someone not in sales someone not in development someone not in project management guiding strategy at the product level
0: mckinsey even says it mhm Calvin, you've been raising your hands very politely. Yeah. <laughs> and Jason's been very
3: quiet. I was gonna to go to him,
0: hand. but Calvin raised his hand, so I was gonna I, I think you know what you said, Steve, is
6: part of the problem. I was thinking I was thinking that, you know, after I spoke, is that so often product management is put under under IT as opposed to having their own, you know, their own seat at the table. So Mm -hmm. you end up being relegated to the function of of IT and task orientation, as Mm -hmm. opposed to really thinking, having your own, having the own um, product seat at the, at the executive table and thinking strategically.
0: I I, I get that. that.
3: The good news is the survey says a third of the people in product management are reporting directly to the CEO. A third, uh, um, I'd say a, a, another third are reporting to marketing and another third are reporting to development. Hmm. So it's, it's trending in a good way.
0: Yeah. And the key is if you have a strategic marketing person like we were taught by Peter Drucker back in the day, that, that fitting in marketing makes sense. But if marketing is purely MarCom and, and T-shirts, right. t- t- it's not. Jason, did you vote on this? Would you, if you, if so, would you change your vote after this conversation? If I changed that lack of experience, the lack of the strategic role? Uh,
5: no, I voted for the first one, lack of training. Okay. I don't think I would necessarily change my vote on that because I think that um, once a product manager starts to get trained, whether or not they can do everything, at least they know what they don't know. And that is where growth begins. And so they can get to the point of understanding the strategic pieces or, you know, working on that. Um, They can get to the point of, you know, getting experience, obviously, and becoming more strategic with the product thinking. Um, But it's the lack of training. And it kind of goes with lack of experience. But um, you can have a trained product manager who just doesn't have experience on on the job. That's how I look at that. But lack of training in the beginning, there's a lot of product managers that I see that are promoted from into product management from literally everything. Yeah, I was okay. an accountant, now a product manager. Why? Because we need a product manager. And they don't, they don't ever get trained into that. And then they just start being a, an order ticket person because people are asking for things, so they deliver them. Um, and that's kind of, at least in my organization, where i have seen a lot of stressful pieces. I, people just don't know terminology. They don't know where they should be focusing. And that's only happening because of training.
0: Yeah, so, I, I, I you, you've actually made a good case for that one. I will, I will support that, especially because if you're looking at bad product management and a whole team, I don't know if training can fix that. But bad product management in one person, if they don't have the experience, 100% agree, Paul. So I chose poor leadership, but
1: poor leadership in the sense that the company has poor leadership.
0: Okay, which could go into that strategic role
1: yeah um because even if you've got the best product people if the company doesn't have a clear strategy of what they're looking to do then even great
0: product management can't necessarily right the ship yeah i i i get it i like that with that we're going to move on to our first new question and it simply is what are the signs of bad product management And and i don't this is not the results this is what are the signs what are the in early indicators things you can look at the the symptoms that might be able to show you, you that bad product management is happening Jason you turn you took off your boot really quick
5: so um I always point to uh, any measurement of, of customer satisfactory scores um is a good and isn't indicator, that a,
0: especially... isn't that trailing
5: Well, it certainly is uh, an indicator. Yeah. Um, uh, A leading indicator, uh, geez, that's a good good question.
3: Well, actually a leading indicator goes back to kind of the thing I was saying a, a moment ago, and that is when people in the organization say, let's go talk to sales to learn about what's happening in the market, there's a leading indicator. And I and don't get me wrong, I love salespeople, I, but I want them selling what we have to people who want to buy it. I, I, I want my strategy elsewhere. But when people say, I don't know what those product managers do, I, I guess they take tickets and they read aloud to people from JIRA.
0: OK. Calvin, you were going to say you were going to raised your hand so politely instead of just blurting out. <laughs> 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 I should not have gone to you right after Steve's yeah. story, huh?
6: Yeah, yeah, no, I just, you know, coming out of an organization that will, 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 I immediately thought to thought of Nahito. nothing interesting happens in the office. I mean, you're, you're product managers that are just spending time doing a lot of, you know, going through a lot of meetings and never going out to see any customers, you know, kind of along the, along the lines of, you know, let's listen to sales because sales will tell us what we need to know.
0: I, well, first things first, I actually sent a note to Steve earlier this week saying, I hato. everything interesting happens outside the office. That too. Right. It's the it's the flip to the positive. I don't know. No. So one of the leading indicators is how often are people outside the office talking customers and learning? Yeah. I, I think that's a, I like that one, Calvin. That's very good. You get a bonus point. Brian.
2: I think the second Kelvin, it's, you're not talking to customers. You know, the leading thing is there's no voice of customer. You don't understand the problem or what you're trying to solve. Um, The lagging one is you have a lot of features that never get used.
0: Ooh, that's a good lagging one. I like that. We're building a lot of stuff that doesn't actually create value or doesn't get used. Or people aren't aware of because we didn't train product management and support to do it properly. Nice one, Brian. I was going to say if you're just going to say yes to Calvin, you have to say yes and, but you came with a great and on that <laughs> features that aren't used. I like that one, Paul.
1: Not solving problems with your products.
0: But what's the indicator that you're not solving problems? Usage, satisfaction. It's or that your 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 user stories are are the user wants this button here. Uh, it,
1: I mean, a sign of bad product management. For, I guess the, the flip side of that is, um, if your engineering team, if if your whole dev team has no idea why they're doing what they're doing, that's a sign of bad product management. Mm-hmm. That means that they're not getting the full picture.
0: They're not understanding what they're what problem they're solving. Mm-hmm. I I actually like that. I that you, Paul, you you. Spun that one and gave me a, a, a diamond, I, a bonus point to Paul. Uh, May, wait, yes Calvin, I already gave you a bonus can't... point.
6: No, I didn't, no, no boy, I, I just, that's something that I've never experienced. I was gonna ask if I could get, if Paul could share like a story on how that happened. Cause I've not, that one I've not seen. What do you mean you've not seen what? Um, development not knowing what they're building.
1: I see that everywhere. It's, it's, now, it's, not knowing uh, I, I, why I see they're it. building, they, right? They they know what they're building, like what the feature is supposed to accomplish. But too many times, I've come into a team where they don't know the value of what they're building is producing, and this may they, it it might be a little bit more of on a micro level. Like they might get the big picture of what the company. Product is doing, but when you ask that, when you're asking to build a new, uh, a big new feature in the product, and they don't understand, they're like, "Okay, we'll build it," but like they don't know why they're building it. They don't know they just don't understand who that the how brand, or what you're looking to accomplish with this
6: brand new feature.
0: They just so understand the just how, not the what or the why. So it means that they're not engaged in the pro- in the process and understanding what the or product management is not giving them that context. Got to, right, exactly. Which is why it's bad product management. Brian, if I did not give you a bonus point for that usage of features, I'm I'm now worried about not giving people bonus points when I don't want to be not leaving people out. It's well, not really bonus points if everybody gets one.
4: <laughs> As a former teacher, I can tell you that giving people bonus points work wonders, even though they don't mean anything.
0: It, I, I'm, a, I'm a jar filler, not a I'm just filling jars. <laughs> May, what are the signs of bad product management?
4: When support has uh, a lot more complaints than usual, and you are surprised by the complaints.
0: Ooh, mm. not expecting. Okay, I I, I yeah. like that answer. That, I, guys, I think there was. A, we could probably put a diagnostic together with the answers we had here, right? <laughs> are any of these familiar (laughs) if so you may have bad product management
4: um the other one actually i think i stole this one from steve is if uh sales is giving more and more discounts
0: because they can't sell it we're not doing a good job because they don't know the value of
4: the product yeah
0: well you know and i'm gonna go when harry sally steve steve loves it when people quote steve to steve (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, by the way, we can only do the signs, you might have bad management if, if you put like a, a Jeff Foxworthy
0: little tune along with it. I, I, I think we're going to work on that. I think that would be a nice, maybe that's a rant sometime, Steve, for your the video rant we've been doing. All we'll right. Bet. We're going to move to the next question. And that question is, when is bad product management not product management's fault? Hmm. and before we answer
3: that how many of you are uncomfortable by that comma that doesn't belong anyone
0: (laughs) (laughs) Steve, normally it's a a bad word or a missing word this is just a grammar thing
3: yeah sorry you know me and my
0: commas i love commas sorry back to the question steve was actually just trying to buy time so people could think about this Think question. When is bad product management not product management's fault? See how I read that without the comma that time? Jason. What? Never. 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 It, bad product management is never product management's fault.
5: No. Never. Not. No, product. I mean, when is bad product management not product management's fault? Never not product management's fault. That's called a double negative. It's
0: always product management's fault.
2: Absolutely. Yep. Take ownership of your role and improve it if it's bad.
0: Okay. Paul, do you agree with that before I rebut?
1: Yeah, I really would. And, and my current role is is proof number one.
0: Calvin.
6: I want to hear you rebut. Okay. May. Oh, I want to hear you rebuttal.
4: I, I think this, I think never, never is the correct answer, but um, I think there is a point where not even product, not even really good product management and really good product leadership can resolve, a, resolve the bigger problems that are at hand. Like, so there there is a time when you say, okay, this is bad product management. I don't even know if we can fix it, even if we have a strong CPO and a strong like product org, like there are yeah, things but I, beyond. I would say team.
5: that, I would say you can have really, really great product product management and still bad organization.
1: Can, yep. can, I, ah! can, I, oh, yeah, can I change my answer?
0: Ah, Paul. <laughs>
1: um i I would change my answer thank you may um i I would change my answer to say when you have bad corporate or company leadership it's not always product management's fault when there's bad product management
6: yeah agreed i don't agree it's it's our our job as
5: product it's our job as product managers to take ownership of a role and do our best to to um to manage up or manage or manage out so, so a, a great product manager staying in an organization that isn't appreciated by leadership should not stay in that organization so and anybody who does stay in that organization is not good product managers and so I'm, I, I just don't I, I still agree that we have to take ownership of that and get every and continuously get everybody above us trained
0: on the importance of product management Steve before I,
3: well, you know, I keep wanting to not agree with Jason, um, and yet uh, I, I, I certainly I, I agree with what he's saying. There's, there's only some, so much you can push a rock up a hill, you know. If if leadership is like, we don't know what these product managers are. We were told to hire hire them because, uh, you know, the investors told us we had to have product managers uh, and we don't know how to use them. You know, I think, uh, as, as I think Paul said, then it's time to leave, but maybe that's what Jason said. Um, but let me do it another way. If every product manager is broken, you have a product leadership problem. Mm -hmm. If one product manager is broken, then you've got a training problem.
0: I would agree with that. And, See, my rebut was gonna be basically what Jason amended his answer to be, which is if it's a leadership problem, because we talked about in the poll, this strategic role of product management, you know, the lack of the strategic role of product management and leadership in the company, not understanding the strategic role of product management and being project focused or not appreciating the strategic role, right? To me, and I've been that guy pushing the rock up the hill, trying to get people to understand the strategic role of product management. It wasn't my fault that bad product management was happening. I was fighting the, the system, trying to fix it. And eventually I opted out, right? If you're not going to let me, th- you know, when the CEO is like, I'm like, hey, I, I, I talked to our customers. I identified the core problems we need to address to improve our value proposition. I surveyed the, the, the customers 85% of them said, this is the one thing we should do. This is what we're going to do. And he goes, well, now I talked to a guy and I think we should do this. No, only 5% of people want that. 85% want this. Now nah, we're going to do what I want, right? I was forced into bad product management because the CEO's founder owner said, do what I say. And I opted out. But the fact that we end up having to build a product that was the wrong product to build is bec- it was bad product management because it was forced on me by the ceo and i did opt out right
2: I, so every but that that didn't force you into bad product management you did good product management it was forced into bad execution
0: bonus point to brian you oh. look better <laughs> and, and 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 i think brian gave a bonus point to may for something she said so uh, I'm not I even keeping score, so I have no idea. There's no winner. I really
3: now want to have stars showing on everybody's <laughs> screen based oh, on how the bonus points they've gotten.
1: Little, little I, I, there's star. probably, I May, have to think, May, there's an
4: app.
3: <laughs> May, can
1: you bring a little gold stars from your teacher days?
4: <laughs> I, when I left the world, I left behind everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One day the, the class came in, everything was still there. Like, where's May? Where's Miss May? <laughs>
4: so
2: I see Kelvin got a star up there somehow.
0: because well, he gave, this gave himself the star. You can only <laughs> give yourself one, and it goes away after a few seconds. So, my I guess my rebut was: there's times where it's out of your control, and you have to opt out. So, Jason, you came around and you 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 beat me to my rebut before I got to my rebut. So you get a gold star. Uh, but. You know that I think that's what we're dealing with a lot of times bad product management is not to Brian's way it's it's by bad execution because they're product management not allowed to be that strategic role point Steve everything comes back to the strategic role of product management doesn't it.
3: It does. And I wrote an ebook on that I don't know 20 years ago it's still making the rounds people still show, uh, call me up and say hey I'm reading your ebook. Um, I just need to get more people to read it, I guess, or write a new or one. Oh
5: wait, I think we've, we've done that. We've done. Well, that. We gotta, they got to read it and believe it, and then execute on
6: it. Yeah,
0: and the two there's too many people who are viewing product management as a technical role or an agile role, not a strategic mm-hmm. role. And unfortunately, and in those
3: cases, they're being taught it.
0: Yeah, but you've got a ton of product thought leaders who that's what they espouse. And yeah. unfortunately, you know. You wouldn't a, think you'd need
3: a two-day class on how to fill out a Jira ticket.
0: Yeah. So all right. Now you got me depressed, Steve. I'm sorry. That's okay. We're gonna go to our lightning round. As a product leader, what is your approach to a product manager to a product manager? God, there's my typo on my wording. Uh, as a product leader, what is your approach to a product manager who is doing bad product management? And I'm going to start with Brian.
2: I, I think you have to determine why he's, they're doing bad product management. Do they not have training? Give them training. Are they? I think that's the most obvious one. They're doing bad product management because they don't know what they're supposed to do. So give them the training to do it.
0: Ah, I love that. Paul Hurwitz.
1: Along the same lines, mentorship or guidance. Provide
0: mentorship and guidance. I love it, Calvin Marshall. I don't know that I, I could
6: add to that. I mean, I, I think that there is that that you know teachable moments, opportunities to, um, you know, to to mentor and, and understanding what the what the root of the challenge is and uh, offer offer uh, direction and guidance.
0: May Wong.
4: How do you expect us to answer this in a word? I, um, <laughs> I didn't say a word or phrase this time. I, I left it out. Uh, I, I'm, I'm coaching a very new product manager at work right now. Um, and so I would say point out the symptoms, but not tell them that they're a bad PM.
0: I like that. That's a good one. Yeah. And it's actually close to mine when we get to it, but not exactly. So I'm still in a good place. Jason.
5: And then the sales.
0: <laughs> Get rid of that. Wow. <laughs> Boy, you're yeah. ruthless, Jason. Yeah. But then you don't work for one me. person. Is, work for me.
3: But then at least one person in sales would know something about the product. So there's that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and and they'll come back so much better. Indeed, uh, they will. But yeah, it really has to do with individual coaching and training Um, without saying that they're bad. I mean, it's really what everybody else is saying, so I agree.
0: All right, Steve. So
3: here's how you be a consultant. The first question is always, how's that working for you? (laughs) And I would start there. It's like, so how do you think this product management gig is working out for you right now? And they're like, oh, man, I am knocking it out of the park. I'm doing great. All right. Well, okay. the first step of a 12-step program is to recognize that we have a problem. But ultimately, it leads to everybody else's point, which is good coaching. And it it is unfortunate. I know there's a lightning round, but it is unfortunate how many people we talk to who do not have a mentor, who do not have a coach. And, you know, Grant and I are frequently on the phone with people who say, I don't have anybody to talk to. Hmm. uh who you know has any clue about what I do here, my boss, the VP of product management, came out of sales. Uh, my boss, the VP of product management, came out of engineering and they're like, they have no idea what I do here.
0: My product ops person came out of education oh wait no I'm
3: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I mean, the first step is to i think do an inventory you know how do you think this is working? And i remember my first job i was given no training as well uh and yet i went to development and said you know i hope to do well here how can i contribute to what you guys are doing and it was some of the things we talked about at the beginning of this call you know tell me what's going on in the business tell me about the uh the personas that we're trying to satisfy tell me more of the why and don't ever tell me the how and i'm like hallelujah i know how to do all of those things
0: i Uh, hallelujah. I agree. This is more of a thunder round today than it is a lightning round. It's just rolling (laughs) my answer. And most times when I write a question, I either have a story I want Steve to tell, or (laughs) I have a very specific answer in mind that I want to share. And this one is sometimes you got to let them fail, right? As a product leader, I had a bad, a product manager who was doing bad product management and I kept catching the balls, right? I was filling in the gaps. And so to the outside world or to all our stakeholders didn't look like they were doing bad product management. I saw the bad product management. They didn't realize it was bad product management because I was catching all the balls. And it took me letting them, and you, you choose, you take an inventory, you choose something that they can fail on. That's not a major, like not going to kill the company or the product and you let them fail. And then you use that as a chance to ask Steve a question, how's that going for you? So but I think too often as product leaders, when somebody's doing bad product management, we compensate for that. Whether asking other people to do more or doing, carrying it on ourselves. And I think that's part of the problem. You know, we become pro- part, part of the issue then when that happens. So guys, I know I say this every week. What a great conversation. I will be honest. I did not have the highest expectations for this bad product management because we only had three people answer the thing on Monday. But this became a great conversation. And, and you know, bad product management is basically because people don't understand the strategic role or execute on the strategic role of product management. Simple as that. Uh, I, I think there's, there's a rant and or ebook, Steve, we need to work on. Uh, we do this every week. Question goes in on Monday. Jason told me he, I can't even preview future questions coming because he likes the getting the question fresh when he has to think of the answer. I almost, I tried to give him my my thoughts of what we're going to do next week or in a couple of weeks. He's like, no, but that happens on Monday. The question goes in. Jason learns what he can do. The poll goes in on Wednesday and we have these delightful conversations on, on Fridays. And I learn a ton and I grow and I change my mind sometimes, many times. So, May, Calvin, Jason, Paul, Brian Welber, welcome back, and my friend, Steve. Thank you so much for this great call. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll see you next week in the community. Take care. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Business of Product Topic of the Week brought to you by Product Growth Leaders. If you haven't yet, go to your Apple, Android, or favorite podcast app to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us next week for another episode. And for more great content and to participate in the topic of the week conversation, go to community.productgrowthleaders.com and join the conversation.